as usual. I, I know I'm nothing, and I know I can't do nothing without Him. And, uh, I don't want to do nothing without Him. I'll make a mess, and, and uh, I, I won't help nobody. Uh, but, but I want to be a help tonight. Yeah. I'm going to maybe read a little bit over Hebrews uh, in the 10th chapter. Uh, to start with third night, just some things the Lord's had on her heart. Uh, laid it on her heart this morning as we was reading and uh, just come back around to us this evening as we was studying and seemed like this is where the Lord wanted us to go. Uh, I've noticed that, especially preaching the uh, past few years, thank you, Jay. There's a lot of times I think I'll, I'll have something on my heart and I'll really think that's what the Lord's going to want me to, to preach. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I had something out of the other day and I ain't preached it yet. And I just felt like it was going to be for the next service. And, and then there's times when the Lord just sends you something maybe in the morning. And then, uh, like the other day, he, he, he laid it on me uh, sitting on the pew. Uh, that's, that's not that a man sits around and I can just as well as the Lord pour it on me. I don't got to study, I don't got to do that. No, you better study because he tells you to. But but I'm telling you, he'll he'll give you whatever for the for the need for the hour is. Uh, but we've got to trust him, and we've got to step out on a little bit of what I'm going to be preaching about tonight. And it's called faith. Uh, and, I, and I just I got to thinking so much on that. And then uh, I, I, I'll say this before I get into reading. I I, I, t- I told you he's there to pray for that lady I met today, and boy, I ain't been able to get her off my heart or like I said to talk to her. Uh, uh, I, I, I got some brick unloaded up on a job up there, and, and I had to run out. And that's when the thing you today, I'd had to run down the load and go get a tarp to go back cover it because it'd be next week before we get over there. Got back over, and she was out there trimming flowers. We worked right beside her, baby. The house is real tight over nice for her. She was out there, and we just talking and going on with each other the, the time I was out there. Kept just coming on me to ask her, ask her. Uh, 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 about the Lord, and she knows the Lord. But we, more we got to talking, finally I just, uh, I told her where I went to church, and I said, I said, you go to church anywhere? And she says, I'm one of them heathen unbelievers. And uh, I said, well, I said, that's all right. She said, what are you going to do about that? And I said, pray for you. And I honestly, the Lord just gave me the words every time she was saying something, and, uh, and, and, I, and, I, and I wasn't being smart as with her. It just, just as much love as I know how to give her. I was trying my best with everything she'd say. She looked at me like she was getting ready to really rile me up. And I said, you know, I said, I said, you can't have it until you're ready to receive it. I said, he said, without faith, it's impossible to please him. And I said, you got to receive it before you can get a hold of it. you got to be willing to take that into your life. And, and uh, she says, well, she says, I've lived 62 years. And says, I've lived a satisfied life. I'm gratified in everything I do. And says, I've got, I've got anything I, I, I really need or want, you know. She says, I'm happy. And I said, well, I said, these 62 years you live here ain't the ones you got to worry about. I said, it's what you've got to face after death. And she says, well, I don't believe in that. And I told her, I said, and like I say, I wasn't being a smart editor. I said, I said I, that, a lot of people believe they can fly, but I said, and they jump off the roof. I said, the, the ground becomes reality before they know it. And I said, it's the same way when you die. I said, you don't have to believe there's a hell. You don't have to believe there's a heaven. But I said, it's going to get real when you close your eyes. But I said, it's best to believe while you've got the chance. And I, and I said, and I'll be a praying for you. And we just smiled at each other and went on our ways. But, but I thought about that lady all through that. Super nice. Super nice lady. 
But it just, just, just didn't, want, didn't want nothing to do with the Lord. That breaks my heart, you know, because uh, a lot of people just think that's all they is to it. We're going to live here and we're going to die and that's it. But the reality of it is that there is a heaven and there is a hell. And we better be ready. Uh, I, I told her, I said, I said, I said, ma'am, I said, I wish to goodness you had what I had on the inside. I said, it makes me so happy and helps me through this life. And I said, I said, but you can't have it without that faith. And I said, through faith, I got a hold of it. And I said, you can too. But either way, and, and then it went right along with what, what the Lord had been, uh, I've been reading this morning and where the Lord led us this evening. Uh, but, uh, but in the in the tenth tenth chapter of of Hebrews, and uh, I want to start. I want to read a little bit, maybe right here in the twenty second, and then I'll I'll skip on down after I read the twenty second verse. <coughs> he says, "Let us draw near with a true heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water." Now listen, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promise. And, and, and I want to skip down from there and I want to go down to maybe about the 35th verse. He says, he says, cast not away therefore your confidence which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he and he that shall come will come, and will tarry and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. And, and that's where I'll stop reading for right now. And, and, and as I got to thinking on, this, on these scriptures here, and, 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 and you think in this, as, as I was reading, he says in that 22nd verse, he said, Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith and having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. And he, he, he speaks in the 23rd, he said, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. And you, you think about that, and I, I think, and a lot of times, you know, uh, we, 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 we wonder how uh, that, that somebody can get a hold of this and then turn it loose so quick. How does somebody can, can have faith and, and be, a, be a strong Christian seemingly for a, for a little while, and then all of a sudden they ain't got nothing with them. That's what wavering is. You, you, you listen to the definition of wavering. I'll lift it up there. It says fluctuating, being in doubt, under, un, undetermined. And, 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 and you know a lot of times if we can go in our life, and, and I don't say this to try to make people doubt their salvation, but I think it's something that a Christian ought to use to search our salvation out. Because he said there to let us draw near. Uh, the, I won't, won't misquote with a true heart in full assurance and there again another word assurance is firm persuasion full confidence he said let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith 
And, and, and there again, assurance means firm persuasion, full confidence. Confidence is a trusting or reliance on something. And you think about that in, in your life as a Christian. And, and, and I went back to my mind, Mike, and I thought about... Uh, I can use me for an example, but I won't because I don't want to sound, sound the wrong way. Erlene, what, how old were you when you got saved? Five years old. Judy, how old were you when you got saved? Better back. Somewhere. 20? About 23. Where are you today? Saved. Saved and sitting in the house of God. They did the same way. Got saved at a young age, still sitting in the house of God. They something when you truly got a full assurance and a you got full assurance and a true heart, and something will keep you here. Yeah, I guarantee you, I go back to these ladies' life, I go back to mine, baby. And I can show you where I failed to come short. But in the end result of it, you can't get away from this. You don't want to get away from this. There's a full assurance that you faith, Mike. What is faith? It's the substance of things hoped for, the Bible says, and the evidence of things not seen. I thought a little bit today on this, and maybe I'll just take my time, maybe we'll teach a little bit tonight. But, but I thought a lot on this about, about faith, and about how that it was the substance of things hoped for, and faith, faith was the evidence of things not seen. There's some things when I got born again, I started hoping for it. There's some things that got placed down on the inside of me, and, 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 and once that took place, there was some evidence in my life of the full assurance and of the true heart that was placed down on the inside of me. Yes, ladies, I may have failed, I may have come short down through time, many a time, but I have always had to come back, Cheryl, to where my true heart was and to where my full assurance was. There might be times when, when you might turn, Mike, to, 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 to things that might look worldly or things of that nature, but you can't keep a hold of them. Because you've got that true heart down in you. There's a full assurance in your faith and in your life of where your, where your faith is, where your trust is. And I, I, I thought on that as we got to reading this, and he says in that, listen to that, over in the 35th verse, he says, cast not away, therefore, your confidence. What did I tell you confidence was? A trusting or reliance. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. In other, in other words, compensation of a reward. He said, for ye have need of patience, that, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if, if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Now I want us to understand something. When you truly got saved, when you truly got a full assurance in your life of your faith and a true heart down in you, 
You're not a anybody that can draw back into perdition. What's perdition? It's lost. It's not having anything. It's, it's, it's living a life of, of, of just, of just uh, uh, an emptiness. And what the Lord said, that the earth was, it was without form and void. The darkness was upon the face of the deep. Then the Lord spoke. That's not what happened in my life. I was empty. I had lost. But I can't return unto that no more. I can't turn back under perdition. I can't turn back into that in my life, beauty. Because I've got a true heart and I've got a full assurance in my faith. You can do, you can do it. I, I've been shook in my faith. I'll just, I'll just say that. Down through my, my times that I've been saved from 12 years old to 51 years old early, there's been things that's happened in the church today that shook me. There's been things that's happened right in my very family that shook me. But I'm going to tell you what, I'm still standing in the house of God today. I'm still standing on the same gospel that I was founded on. I've still got a true heart. I've still got a full assurance. I'm still confident in the God that I was saved by. Am I boasting? No, I'm not boasting because if it was then, I'd have been out a long time ago. If it was my eyes on other people, my God, I quit a long time ago. If all I had my full assurance was set in was the deacon boards and the teachers and every other member of the church, I'd have quit a long time ago. But my full assurance and faith is anchored in Jesus Christ. You know what he didn't do, Aiden? You know what, son? This man told me the other day that his son, he said, my son thinks a lot of you. And I'm not saying that boastfully. He said, he really does. If you're preaching and who you are, that scares me to death. Lord, help, I don't ever want none of these youngins. I don't want never none of you adults are watching me and a guide in your life by the grace. I never want you to ever look at me as anything. But I want you to look at the God I serve. I want you to see a faithfulness in my life. I want you to see a full assurance in what I believe in. I don't want you to see me wishy-washy, in and out, up and down, back and forth. I want you to see me steadfast on the And in the grace of God Almighty. Why, preacher? Labor is something. It's just, it's not, it's not the same. It ain't stable. Ain't nothing to it. You have to stay in your seeking name. Ain't you gonna be wanting to see something stable that you can get a hold of? You're seeking in the muck and the mire. You're gonna be trying to find something to get hold of that can hold you up, ain't you? You know what this world needs to see, Jay? They need to see the church and the church members stable and unmovable. Why? Because they're out there washing, wishing and watching in the up and down in this world, and they need to see you, Cheryl. It's something to think you turn to to find a stable ground to get on. It's important that our faith stays strong in our life. Well, I believe, 
I believe in God, preacher, and I believe all these things. And I hear stuff like this. I believe, and I believe this, and I believe that, and I believe that. You ever had a feeling that's God? You ever had hear a good thing come out of the mouth? Oh, you ever see them chasing everything else in the world? That's not unwavering. That's not fully assured. If I still got to live on the things of this world, Bobby, if I still got to turn to the things of this world, Judy, to find my happiness, then I ain't happy with what I got. You'll hear these men that's married, and you'll, you'll say, You ain't got no business looking at that woman. Well, she got my heart, and she didn't get my eyes. I'm going to tell you what, she didn't even get your heart. Still chasing around. Hey, there's something that ain't, you ain't got that ain't right. There's something you got that ain't right. That's the same way in the house of God. I'm a saved, born again child of God. Then why are we chasing the world? Why are we chasing everything else besides God? Why can you find us in everything else that's going on? Hey, I know sometimes this don't get very popular, but I'm going to tell you what, it needs to get preached in a lot more of our churches. You know what God requires? Faithfulness. He requires some faith. And I'm getting ready to get over here and start reading a little bit more about it. He wants the full assurance. And He told us there, He said, to cast not away, therefore your confidence, which, which have great recompense of reward. You know what? They say the reward is sticking with you. And if you've got the real thing, you'll stick with it. Preacher, I... I don't believe I had to stick with it. Listen, listen. I ain't preaching to you salvation by works tonight. I'm not, I'm not preaching to you that, that, that you can lose salvation if you've got it. But I'm just telling you, if you've got it, you'll stick with this. And if we ain't got it, it's a whole lot easier to just cast it off. That's what he said. He said, cast not off. Therefore, your confidence. Now, what did I tell you that was? I don't keep going back to these definitions, but I want to make sure you get it right. And I do too. A confidence is a trusting or reliance on something. Cast not away your confidence, which hath great recompense. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. I don't know, Cheryl, if you ever remembered him from up to the past years ago. Keith North. He used to be up a lot back in the days of young life. I know he got saved. I know what happened. I honestly get this. If I've ever witnessed the Spirit of God in the boy, Chad, I did that, man. Baby, he had, he, he got in there, how many years on fire, and he. He didn't have a house, he lost his family. He didn't have a thing in his life. He really didn't have, didn't have two nickels to rub against, as they say. I love that boy. We'd, take, we'd, we'd just go do all kinds of stuff together. We'd shed and kick him up. We'd take him out on our date nights. Loved him that much. We'd just do stuff. And you know what he did? That's what he's talking about. You know what he did? He tried to go back to what he used to do. And I'll cut the story just a little shorter than what it actually was. There's much stuff in between it. There's one night that man stepped right out of a bar 
right in the middle of the road and he got hit by a car and went 20 something days. He said, Come on, Bert, you want to leave? God said, Come out here. The believe he lost his salvation? No, I don't. I witnessed the Spirit in him, but I won't tell you why he left here. I'll tell you why he left here. Because he turned his back on the whole world he should have been trusted in. I love it. I mean, I still do say love it. But I'm going to tell you what, it's dangerous ground to cast off your confidence. It's dangerous ground. He says on over in that, he said, he said, we had need of patience. He said, for you have need of patience. After you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will will not turn. Now I go back to why I meet you. That man I meet you. He called me late one time. Well, he said, he said, I'm down here. He's on the stuff I can tell. He said, I'm down here at the Rock Hole. He said, I need you to come pick me up. I told him to walk over to the store and I picked him up. He sounded like a commotion going on there right where he's at. And I said, you walk over to the store and I pick you up. Go down all night long, okay? Talk to that man. He was sitting there crying. He said, I don't even know where I've been. He said, I got paid on the job and I ain't got a dime today. I don't know what I've done. He said, then he said, why won't God give me everything back? He said, well, he said, I'm saved. He said, I've tried to live for him. He said, why won't he give me everything back? I said, patience, I said, stay with the Lord. Stay with the things of God. And I said, I promise you, you'll, he'll, he'll help you with all this things. I believe all night long, Paul. He turned his back. He went right back to living what he was doing. And within just, a, just about two weeks, <coughs> he was God, you know, there's going to be some evidence in your life, bro. There's evidence in his life for a while. He turned his back on God and he went out here. About 25 years old. Went out here. I can tell you other stories like that, and I'm not just trying to jerk on heart strings and everything like that, but I'm just telling you this is real. It's real. I've witnessed some horrible things. I've seen some horrible things because of disobedience of the God. And no doubt I could go through it. Each one of you has got stories that you could tell. But I thought about that today. In this faith. That he told us to have full assurance of. And a true heart. If we truly get our life set on him. You read over it. You turn over it. You don't into the book of James. Just write the next book over And he says in about the sixth verse, he says, But let him ask in faith, not wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not, let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Turn, turn, and go over to the second chapter of, of, 
of James. In the 14th verse. He said, What does it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily bread, of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warm and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee, show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought in his works, and by works was faith made perfect? Let that sink in right there. And by, by faith was, and by works was faith made perfect. That, that perfect just means finished or complete. And the scripture was fulfilled which saith Abraham believed God. And it was imputed unto him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God. Ye see then how that, that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. Likewise also was Rahab the harlot justified by works when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Did you catch that? That, that, that said, ye, ye, that, ye see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. There's going to be some works that goes along with you faith. There's going to be some things that will take place in your life that will show you through the power of God. As he was speaking of Abraham, it wasn't just that Abraham said that he was going to follow God. It wasn't that he said that he, that just that he said he believed God. But when God said, take your son, the only son I have to fire and offer him under a sacrifice unto me. Abraham believed God enough to bind that child. Abraham believed God enough that he was getting ready to sacrifice that child in God's child. It was by his works that his faith was justified. That his faith, he had a full assurance that you read on open the word of God that he believed because God had made a promise through that child. That he believed if he had to take his life that God would have raised him up. That's how strong that Abraham's faith was. Rahab's faith was strong. There was a full assurance in her life of what she believed, and there was a true heart. Her faith was real. And you could tell by her works. We'll have works in our life, Tony. That's why I asked these ladies to tell us how long you've been saved and where were you today? 
sitting in the house of God. I got saved at 12 years old. And I testified to you. I failed many times. If you want to know what I've got a full assurance of, and you want to know where my heart, my true heart is, it's in the house of God. It's doing the will of God. It's trying to win souls under the Lord. It's praying that every day of my life, I could touch just at least one life somewhere. Every day. Every, every day. At least one. If that happens, Mike, it's what? Happens for what? 365 days a year? And if, I, if my prayer gets answered, that's 365 lives that I get to touch. If, 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 if I get more God to communicate, It may be, maybe even out of that 365, if one, if one, it'd be worth ever, ever been. Now I'm not telling all that folks that in me, all I can speak of is me. I can go down through and I can take me in the life that I've watched down through time. It's so steadfast and unmovable. And I can tell you what kind of faith they have. Look on They're right in the house of God right up until they die. They was walking a life that was pleasing unto God and, and at least putting forth an effort to serve Him right up until they died. They didn't cast. They cast Him not away. Their confidence. Their trust. In God. You're going to get rocked. I know I talk a lot anymore. We're, we're setting an example in front of these, these, these youth that's becoming on and right behind us. We're setting an example. You know why those of us, some of us that are sitting here where we're at? Because we saw a steadfastness in somebody's life. And we took the full assurance in our life. It doesn't tell me that. When we something comes up, and we don't tell them nothing because we're serving a God that's able to overcome. A God that has overcome. And a God that will continue to overcome. I told you. You just go right back to Elijah. His God wasn't asleep. His God wasn't gone on a long trip. His God, he just wasn't hearing him. The God of this world, if our works is showing more than we're following the things of this world, then what are we showing our children? What are we showing the lost man? You know what they're seeing, Mike? They live just like half the church. What's the sense in going? They need to see a difference in our lives. They can can see that we've got a full assurance of our faith in our life and who we believe. He's a deliverer. I told you, they need to see something stable. Put your confidence in anything else. Put your trust. Anybody else in this world, it's going to let you down. I started to say that youngest, but I mean that's to all of us. It's all wavering. It all fluctuates. It all moves. It'll all make you happy one minute, sad the next. Be up and over you when you need it to hold you up the most. This sure foundation that I've got placed on. When I was 12 years old, 
It ain't budging. It ain't budging. Sixteenth or thirty second. You, you, you just keep getting smaller and smaller and it ain't budging. It's just as strong as the money. And I still got the full assurance in what I was placed on when I was 12 years old today. Still got the same assurance in it. it won't get out of me. It's still just as strong. My faith is strong. You'll have to work in your life. I'm not talking about just religious ceremonial works. I'm talking about some evidence where you put faith in. I'm not going to get hard for all of you. And you don't feel like coming. And you don't feel like reading. And you don't feel like praying. This is the song that was sung tonight. Have you been a friend of Jesus? The Bible said to have friends, you must first show yourself friends. You know what this point God works in anything? Unbelief. What angers him more than anything? Unbelief. Well, I believe him, preacher. I just don't know, though. You heard anybody say that? I trust the Lord, but I just don't know. Well, then you don't trust him. A full assurance in him that this wouldn't bother me to church that way and you like to go. See, I know you might believe What's the next song? I know what I'm saying. It's the thing that you've got a full church that you know. You know, just like the three Hebrew children. But this world may take your life, but we'll be bound. You know, you might catch me in the fire. That's all right. Hey, boy, you want to walk in there with you? He's already back. Whatever might come our way, there's some things that we know in our life. Why is that? Because I got a full assurance. I know what I got. And I believe my does this here does too. Faith without works is dead. He said on down there in the 22nd verse, Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect. It was, it was made finished, and it was completed. He said even the devil believed. There's a lot of people who believe that. But how many put their faith in how many people wear the cross around their neck? How many people you talk to that says, I believe in God, I believe in Jesus? How many of them have any work in their life? That, that's what makes it perfect. 
I'll read it to you again. I said, I might just teach you a little now. And by works was faith made perfect. Do you truly believe this lesson? When you come up out of this altar, here you come up a few days, in 30 years, you know where I'll find you? And that's you. Working for the Lord. Jay, you got saved a little over a year ago. If you truly believe this, I'll find you in the church. Somewhere serving God. In 30 years, if you alive. Richard, you can't put that on for young and like yet. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. You're going to slip. You're going to fail. And I'm not giving you an excuse to do so. But I'm just telling you. Don't you let it jerk the rug out, nothing, because if you're standing on the rock, then you're getting nothing that loose on you. You'll be right where you're supposed to be. If you get out of the wheel, you get right back. Now, you know that not everything in this world is right. Everything in this world is faith. The only true thing you can ever depend on is your faith in Jesus Christ. The only thing you can ever let you go. We can't depend on nothing else because there ain't nothing else. I want my faith to grow stronger. I've got a full assurance in it. And I want it I want it to get greater and greater and greater in my life. Why so much? Because my I want to watch it more and more and more. We don't know, Mike. And I want to have as much impact. If 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 I've only got another day, I want to have I want to have as much impact in that in that one more day as I can have on somebody's life. It's about him. It's about glorifying him. What did he come to do? He came to glorify the Father and to do the Father's will. When we say we're Christians, then we were going to do his will. We were going to do. Because through everything he faced, he knew if he didn't go all the way, that he wouldn't have faith. We need to realize if we don't go all the way, that's what's going to lay on the heart tonight. I appreciate, appreciate 